In 2016, a new Arrowverse show premiered on the CW. Featuring characters from The Flash and Arrow, it existed in their shadows quietly. However, it has since gained popularity and brought the three of us together to discuss the characters and the progression from Season 1. This week, Nick's mall motivation, Marty, Jax has to go back to the future, and Leonard Snart, big damn hero. Definitely don't call us heroes. We are the legends of next week. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Legends of Next Week. I'm your host, Mary. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Eden, also she, her pronouns. And I am Kate. I free you, she, her pronouns. And this week, we are so lucky to have a special guest with us today to talk uh, our penultimate episode of season one. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey guys, I am Tia. And I also use she, her pronouns. Yes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> We're so happy welcome, to have you. Welcome aboard. Let's, let's screw up some time. Let's exactly. go. Wait, this is like, does feel like an alternate we meet, here reacts. This is. <laughs> this is the multiverse. <laughs> this is my multiverse of madness. This is exciting. I love what you guys do. It's like, honestly, so fun to be here. And to talk about this episode, there's a lot happening in this episode, but this episode I've been dreading so much. Yeah, Um, Tia, just as real quick, uh, Tia, we love all of your reacts that you do on Instagram with the, you've been doing your own live watch of season one and interviews of cast and crew has been amazing to watch just as in the wake of cancellation. So again, thank you for being a guest. We really appreciate it. Thanks guys. And now we come to, um, the penultimate episode of season one, episode four fifteen. I never get the episode name right. <laughs> Destiny. Oddly appropriately named. I love the word penultimate. It sounds fun. This episode is is not fun. Not at the end. I have. But wine. we. I have wine. This is how. <laughs> I had to get through this episode. I have a very fun um, story regarding this episode. So. I watched all of Legends season one during my freshman year in college. It had all already been put on Netflix. So the season had ended, but everyone I was following on Tumblr was watching it live. Oh. And so when Destiny happened, that was just my entire dash. But when I was watching Legends, I somehow forgot. So <laughs> oh, God. when it happened, I was like, oh, wait, this is the episode that happened. Oh, God. So I also... Fun have a fun it's kind of a fun story but um so I didn't get a chance to well so I was watching this during my freshman year too but I was watching live and um I couldn't watch live because someone always commandeered the tv in the lounge but with the but this episode aired about a week after I got home from college for the summer and this was the first episode I ever watched live of Legends of Tomorrow and I was not expecting that ending. I was just staring in shock. I went, I cried for an hour, and then I wrote a whole bunch of mini ficlets. Oh, oh. I, I was one of the people after this who was very delusional and was like, they're going to bring it back, right? They're going to bring our Leonard back anytime now. They'll bring him back. Yeah, those were fun times. 
Oh, funny joke, guys. <laughs> Is he coming back? Oh, God, <laughs> I do. I remember, like, everybody asking, are you going to bring him back? Is he coming back? Maybe he's coming back. And that was in the flash, too. They're like, he's coming back, right? He's coming. <laughs> I think that was the most shocking death at that point. Uh, Tia, do you have any, did, what was your first reaction to Destiny out of curiosity now? Yeah, well, I think I was lucky because lucky in a way because <laughs> I only started watching the show in season three so he wasn't in the team so then when I went back to the beginning you know oh, I shit. wasn't like I was more like oh my gosh it's Wentworth Miller and I was so excited that he was there but I wasn't I knew that he wasn't going to be in the team later on you know so yeah, but I didn't know if he was going to die or whatever. I, I remember watching this for the first time, the scene, the death scene, and just being like, this is so dramatic. Like, especially because I was watching season three and it was already kind of weird and crazy. <laughs> and then going back, like, this is like legitly, like, just not okay. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a more dramatic episode. But I also find this episode, this one and like Magnificent Eight are kind of where it really feels like the legends that we know because the ending is dramatic and sad, but there's parts of real comedy in this episode that I'd forgotten about that are genuinely funny. And they also feel like a team and that they care about each other, which is nice. I have always thought that we'll talk like kind of as we rewatch that the penultimate episode of legends, we're going to keep using our big words. Um, we're gonna use our big our, our, our big brain words. Mm-hmm. I always think our second to last episode, eleventh hour, are almost better than the finale. Yes, I feel that way too. Except for the Bebo one, because no Bebo is definitely like I did finale. like season seven finale, but like now that we're canceled, the Pen Amulet well, like feels also like very much. <laughs> I would say the other finale that I think I like better than the penultimate one is the season four one with sweet baby James and Nate that was our birthday that was our birthday so we have fond memories to that but <laughs> like season two has doom world um season five has the one where we're trapped on tv yes and six six is there will be brood and not that the finale in season six isn't good we have the wedding and everything but that has a lot of spooner in it I had the worst internet connection during that episode. It was <laughs> so. Let's go ahead. And, uh, I do love season seven, and but again, that mm-hmm. mm, too legit to quit oh, is so good. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. We can't let's dance around it anymore. On, let's dive on in, face Whoa. our fears, front and center. We're kind of brought back to that first episode where they're all on the rooftop. Rip's giving the the big speech. Oh, you're important. Um, I could have chosen any, you anytime, but I chose you guys, blah, 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 shows them the horrific future, which is interesting, like, we see that now, it almost looks worse than what we, than what we saw happening in London, that we know is happening. Honestly, I, I, my favorite part is this, them looking at this guy like, what is happening here? What is happening here? I don't understand what's happening here. Who is this? Traumatize a bunch of Americans and then dope out. <laughs> it's amazing how like 
it's this big dramatic. And that's why I think it almost feels like the legend's tone because pilot part one and two are very like, this is an Arrowverse show. So we have seriousness, but it's so funny that after Rip is like, you can call me in 36 hours. Um, there's a pause and that start goes, well, that's five minutes of my life. I'm not getting back. <laughs> I miss him. Yeah, I, I already love miss Leonard's snark to no end like you snimp i am a snimp uh ray kind of has some bad foreshadowing because ray are um len and mick leave because they're like peace we're not doing this and ray goes well i'm sure we can save the day without them (laughs) oh honey oh no baby ray no (laughs) oh i just thought oh god yeah, and yeah, but Jackson's like, okay, I don't want to go on this. I'm not doing this. And Martin's Martin goes after him. He's like, come on, let's do this. And Jackson's like, no. Martin says, we'll go sleep on it. And Jackson's still, he's unconvinced. And I kind of, I guess it's been such a long time since I rewatched this episode. I knew Jax had to get back, but I forgot future Jax then immediately shows up right after like, Martin. <laughs> Stein's like, how do you change your clothes so fast? Listen, he learned how to make a dramatic entrance from spending so much time with Leonard Snart on that ship. I'm convinced of it. And and I I do love that because it's just a nice reference to Back to the Future of except reverse because obviously his name's Marty (laughs) and he's the doctor, which is very hilarious. And it's like, (laughs) Back to the Future. But I love that moment. I thought it's it's one of the first, or in a way, it feels like one of the first, like, oh, this is such a cool, like, time travel, what is happening, you know, moment when it's like, one Jax leaves and the other one walks in and Stein is just like, what? <laughs> I really liked it. It's cool. And I love that Jax is, Stein's like, he's about to start asking science questions and Jax says, there's no time. I need you to help me get back to the team. And he goes, to you? He's like, Yes. <laughs> And then we go into like the intro. The music feels a little more dramatic, but maybe I was overthinking it. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. It felt almost. It felt it was it was definitely a little more dramatic, but also a little like like it was building up and then kind of a sad ish part to it. And then we're back in time jail. Okay, moment. my point is, how long did Rip uh, stand there with his ass out until they got him? <laughs> He's just been there a while. He's a pretty boy. He's stunning. With the with the Levi jeans pose, I mean, <laughs> yep, a bottom jeans. Listen, Rip was like, "Listen, I to my way into this mess. I'm gonna fuck my way out." <laughs> <laughs> he literally did fuck his way out of the Time Masters and then back into it. It's they're not in a good place right now because Mar- Martin's on the floor. He's because he oh, knows. Yeah. He's been through this before when Ronnie died. He knows, like, he is like running out of time before he goes before he goes nuclear, which is weird because the last time it happened, it was months. I mean, I don't know if this is like maybe it's like, like time nonsense. Maybe it's the first crap into the pe- like because he went into the past and now he's in the future. It works differently, but there know. also isn't time in the vanishing point. It definitely. Yeah, that's. I don't. Um, sometimes I sometimes I understand sci-fi logic, and then other times I am dumb. This is when Legends was still trying to be like, no, no, no. Our rules they mean something. 
and that we stick to them. <laughs> still season one, so there's some rules that they're trying hard, very hard to follow, but mm-hmm. still it's a little inconsistent. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Baby then- steps. Mick is there saying, ah, yes. So now they'll begin the induction process when I was captured to become Kronos. I, I really parallel this to the kid that goes on top of the stage and goes YOLO and just dives into the <laughs> crowd because Mick's like, I'm already here. I might as well just go. Bye, guys. I'm not going to fight this. Oh. Yeah. It's like, yeah, uh, you're gonna die. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna get brainwashed again. We're all screwed. And I like- right on cue, that's when the guards come in and take Nick away. He's and like, also Kendra. Oh. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, my friends. Oh. He, I do like that he says, like, you know, those that make it, they become whatever Kronos is. The rest, they make you a mindless goat. I'm like, goat? Not a sheep. <laughs> Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder spoilers. I'm just thinking of those screaming goats now. Probably. Wait, there's no animals at the vanishing point, are there? No. Can we please? Okay, I don't know. I feel like someone should definitely have set some kind of animal loose. Please have set like a goat or an armadillo loose in the vanishing point. It's just like a tiny little velociraptor because it's time and it doesn't matter. (laughs) So much (laughs) It's that scene from like Jurassic Park and what's his name from Seinfeld with the one with the fin, <laughs> that dinosaur with the fins spitting at you. That's it. I do like that they do kind of diss Mick in this scene. He's like, oh yeah, you make you a mindless goat no more than usual. And when they- yeah, I was like, like, okay, Kentra, let's go. <laughs> Damn. She's stressed. She is stressed. She had a lot to do. <laughs> when you're stressed and depressed, what are you going to do? Well, again, she's in this. She just broke up with Ray, so she's in a cell with her ex boyfriend. Did they break up? I couldn't tell. I feel like kind it, of broke up. Yeah, they broke up. That's were, they on, were, were they on a break? It's complicated. Look, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> They were on a break and not the recent Rachel and Ross break, an actual break. <laughs> Where Kendra literally goes that I feel like I'm cheating on Carter with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she, yeah, she has her ex-boyfriend and she was going to kill Vandal, but didn't go through with it. So she has a lot on her mind. Yeah, and I... Just the last thing Mick says of the only thing that kept me going was my singular hate and desire for revenge against all of you. Very Darth Maul, if you've watched the Clone Wars, Star Wars, the Clone Wars. It's this whole thing. It's a funny thing. Didn't we uh, equate Rey with like Anakin the last time? Yes. So like, is there an Anakin Maul relationship here going on? Because it's Rey and Mick, I'm just saying. Kendra's leaving or when they're dragging Kendra out and she manages to hawk out yeah I love that term and she goes there's a great camera shot this episode is shot really well Uh, when the camera like flips over as she flips the guard over I thought that was great who do I I'm gonna double check I had it written down but yeah, she's doing she's doing pretty good until she gets stunned in the back and then dragged off and 
Ray's just, Ray's just, he's banging on the cage. He wants to be let out. Okay. And- but it is fun because she is so badass. She's so like, you know, hawks out and then she's doing like all these things and then she stops and then she gets shot in the back and she's just like, and gone. Again, I, was like, I know you're not listening. I know she's not listening to this, but CR and A, you deserve so much better. Mm-hmm. Use this. I am so sorry that you had to go through this. I- I'm just saying here that, like, how horrible is the Time Masters that they took Kendra from her cell to give to Vandal Savage? It's so, this is awful. You are horrible people. Also, the person that directed this episode, his name is, um, I'm going to say his name wrong and I apologize. Uh, a lot. Latunde Osun Sanmi. He did direct an episode of Timeless, Kate. He did the Darlington 500. And he is pretty much the major director, um, producer for Star Trek Discovery. That's why it's so great. Ah! That makes sense. It's great. This is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the thing is so once Mick's gone, Kendra's gone, and then. Rip gets taken out too. And I know where Rip goes, but here's the thing. You have Ray left and you have Martin left. What do they even talk during that time? Because Martin's like dying and tired. Martin wants some sleep at this point. He's like, I'm just Martin's probably trying to sleep and Ray's just like talking. That's my theory. That's my theory. They were totally talking about the breakup and Martin's just like, no, I can't do with this right now. I just can't. Martin needs a break. <laughs> and and then, we, then we get to the point of the episode that is making me upset because I put too much brain thought into this. So Rip gets brought to Time Master Druce in this tiny little hallway set, which I know for how cheap it is doesn't look so bad, but definitely looks CW. I have to say, I don't know if it's supposed to be his office or something, I, but he has this weird little desk light that's on in front of him. And it kind of looks like you're like a stereotypical receptionist desk or like where, where you go go wait for the hostess to show you a table. And I'm not going to show you. So a- my, my question is like, okay, so what is, is Kang running this whole thing? You're just like the, you're just like. <sighs> you're about to make time. a bunch of Loki comparisons because. <laughs> the time. Is is Drews the Miss Minute of the Time Masters? No, Miss Minute. <laughs> That's technically Gideon. Wait, wait. Miss Minute oh, does yeah. not deserve that because Drews is Drews. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is he the Ravenna? No, wait. Ravenna doesn't deserve that. I'm sorry. No, we, we stand Ravenna here. But anyway, Time Master Drews says yes, the reason why we had to keep Vandal Savage alive is because in 2175, 10 years after the fall of whatever and Vandal Savage assumes power, um, the Thanagarians invade Earth and will murder everybody unless uh, Vandal Savage is there to stop them. And they never bring this back. I am so mad because when season six was announced that we knew aliens were going to be involved, like, okay, can it be the Thanagarians? Can it please be the Thanagarians? And then we couldn't get the freaking Thanagarians. My and then is, I my, had I had theories based on the Thanagarians. And then we the, get them. And then we thought in season seven, it's like ah, 
the Thanagarians, they're part of this police force. They're not. <laughs> we'll never know who the cops were. <laughs> they could have been just the Thanagarians. The <laughs> I, the legends say a cab i believe no no my my problem is here time masters you suck because you're sitting there saying let's deal with hitler to save the world yay freaking Drus is, and Drus is so big on oh i am looking at timeline in a much bigger picture than you i'm just, and i over here like hey what happens after 2175 what happens to Vandal Savage after 2175? Explain. What happens to the world? Like, what do we do? I, we can skip ahead a little bit just because the two scenes go together. But when then Druce brings Rip to the Oculus, which is the well of time, essentially. And he's like, well, when you look in here, not only are you allowed, they say this is the holiest of holy places. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> in order for this thing um they can both look at all of time past present and future but they can also shape it so that means much like they dr can... strange's million different universes this isn't the one way it has to go they can stick their stupid little grubby hands in it and do whatever they want with it like a sandbox you know what i'm i'm sad about since they called it the holiest of holies why didn't they put like little statues places i mean like this would have been fun like it could have been like moon Knight with all the little statues Ooh. of god i feel well, like, money the time the time masters act like they're gods though they do it was the time masters all along <laughs> Because they're like, yes, everything you have done has been exactly the way we have orchestrated. And he shows them all this interest. He's like, oh, by the, by the way, even you, because we had to make sure your family died in order to set you off in an angry rampage that leads to you recruiting the legends, that leads to you ultimately bringing, ultimately bringing Savage to us so we can put him back, blah, 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 blah. What really got me during this scene was like, we even told Vandal Savage to kill your family. And I'm like, dude, you are the worst people ever. You literally told them to kill a child. Just- this is the godfather. It's true. This is still a really good reveal, even all these seasons later. It's still like crushing because you're like, oh God. Because we talked about how pretty much every episode in season one ends with Gideon telling them, yeah, uh, Vandal Savage will still rise to power and kill everyone. <laughs> so this episode, I guess it's also the way Arthur Dar- Darville is playing um, Rip. He just looks so broken down. It's very good stuff. His reaction is great <laughs> to those news. Like when the, the camera goes around him, he's just like, oh, like, mm-hmm. yeah. But it is, does it, for you guys, does it make you feel bitter about Savage or not? Oh god, no. No, I, I, no, no listen. Controller, no, he's regardless of what happened, I believe there is responsibility to your actions whether or not you are controlled. Because technically you're the person who's still committing them. He was yes, he may be manipulated, yeah. but he was I mean, it's evil. he feels no regret mm-hmm. of this action that he does. Therefore, I cannot sympathize with him. Yeah, yep. and he was already evil. He was literally already evil. He already, like, was creeping on Kendra way back in the past. 
and he was already doing things he shouldn't have done so no just does not absolute him of anything and on top of all of those and this might sound kind of dumb it almost it cuts his power as a villain out at the knees for me because i kind of forgot this we talk about i really enjoy vandal savage as a villain and like comic vandal savage is caveman that touched rock and he's just kept going ever since and so for this one to be like Vandal Savage has been able to rise to power, not through his own actions, but through like basically being a puppet of the Time Masters, almost then kind of makes him more pathetic. Because yeah. you didn't even do this. Look, could this have been season three when we got Vandal Savage? What would have happened is that Savage and the Legends would have banded together to take out the Time Masters. I thought you were going to say... Bebo had to fight Vandal Savage. <laughs> no! Vandal no! Savage, no, Vandal Savage helps form Bebo. <laughs> you know what, though? Bebo fighting a Vandal Savage would have been fantastic. I, I have always thought it'd be really funny to get hell <laughs> Vandal <laughs> Savage. And he becomes like the Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, Oh my god, yes! Where he's like our weird, uh, he was the villain and now he's like our weird uncle friend. That is helping us. Uh, it's been very yeah. funny to see him like again, since in time jail. Vandal knows best. Which again, with our headcanon, is even funnier if Vandal Savage as Gary's dad makes it a whole lot funnier. I was convinced Bishop and Vandal were connected in some way. I wasn't sure why, but it just was. Also, the fact Here. that we they mentioned Vandal Savage again, like Astro has his soul coin, and I was like, are we going to see him? And we don't. We were, we, if you had seen us back then, we were, we were like, we were feral. We were just like scratching for all the crumbs. Because like in that same episode, Gary's like, I know who Van the Savage is. And we're like, we, we were that it's, we were the, it's always sunny me with Charlie in front of the Pepe Sylvia board. That's what we were like. And now like, before we get to the other part, we cut back to Mick in his little dentist torture chair <laughs> with time master Declan being like ah chronos you are here to complete your training and mix like sure <laughs> <laughs> ever since i found out that actor also was principal weatherby on the show that will not be named i can't see him the same way anymore especially knowing that that weatherby did join the farm cult again i have not seen riverdale <laughs> No. Don't watch it. Don't, don't listen. Don't. Okay, well, look, it's good up until we lost Luke Perry. That's my opinion. One of the time captains that we see later was the Lucius Fox AI on Batwoman. One of the time captains. Let me find his name. His name oh. is um, Donnie Lucas. Yeah, I think he's like the fourth time captain we see. We don't never get any other name. But yeah, he was there. He was also Chip Cooper on The Flash. They like last season of the Flash. We learned from Eric Time maybe 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 he escaped and made his way to Central City and took on new identity. Excellent. And I like this shot of Mick getting tortured. I don't know. I like the way the lights are used. As it's almost like old camera shutters. The way the lights flash. Yeah. And it looks like it's cheap, but it still looks cool. Like, you know, like they found a way to. <laughs> it's it's like a 2010 middle school dance. That's yeah. essentially the budget we have. 
Yeah. But where's it did look cool. Where's the bubble machine then? Where is it? <laughs> they don't have bubbles in the vanishing point. I don't have time for frivolity. I do like, I mean, again, we're kind of combining some scenes, but later it's just the constant flash and tell me what your name is until eventually Mick says that it's Kronos. And then he suits up again. It's like Terminator once again. Mm -hmm. It's like Vader when you see this helmet coming down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, you haven't seen Kenobi. Go watch Kenobi. (laughs) Pain. We're going to get... Star Wars, that's it. That's it. <laughs> One of the best shots, though, is just the essentially like you and your little friends are all trapped here, the vanishing point, and then it's just boop, start peeking up from underneath. Yes! yes! Oh my god, the scene, the scene, the scene. Yes, and she's like, let's go into this. He goes, when I got on here, I like went through every nook and cranny of this, thinking I could steal anything, every something. Again, did you find anything? No, but I found the science. I still vividly remember this scene with uh, Sarah and Leonard with a sneak peek. And I was watching, I was going, because we all know my past. Um, I was going absolutely feral over this. It's just like, okay, so they got to work together now. I like this. And it's interesting because Leonard, he wants out of, he wanted it out of there like he was like he's he's compromising in a way for himself he's he's telling himself things mick is probably no longer mick we got to get out of here and sarah's right sarah's ready to go she is determined to save the other she wants to go and save them and then lemon's like take the wave router we blast our way out of here and then this isn't Bonnie and Clyde. I was like, yeah. yes, I'm sorry, I'm trash. Really, you can see a regression with Leonard. As I said, there's always the buildup of him being the white knight or hero or whatever. It's kind of regression of like, no, I'm not going to do this stuff because I'm not this hero. I'm not going to do this because he plays by his own rules. Yeah, I was going to say it's almost not quite a regression. It's more like survival instincts. That he's always had of like oh god like if something's wrong like i have to know how to get out of it and like obviously it stems from his past it is like a little glimpse of captain sarah in this episode even before she's in the chair just this one scene with len knowing like no we have to do this for the team this is bigger than just our skins and i I love that she kind of calls him out too she's like no you're not gonna do this i know who you're not don't pretend you're that cold-hearted bastard and she calls him out and he pulls the gun on her. No. And she's like, what are you going to do? Shoot me, Leonard? And he, the thing is, like, looking at that, immediately when he pulls the gun, he knows he's, he, he know, listen, they, what, whatever you choose to view them as, like, I, I always, like, I mean, they had, they were friends. In some, they were friends. I firmly believe that. And he's realizing, oh crap I screwed up but I can't put and again it's a, I can't put it down I can't look like it but he's holding it way too long for he, he's stuck he trapped himself he screwed himself over mm-hmm. yeah he's not gonna do it no also the piece of him that again if we go back to the flash of him actually sort of becoming friends with Barry too 
and ha- his moral dilemma with that too, where I'm not going to kill anybody anymore and making that deal with Barry Allen. So there's that too going in the mix. Very interesting. I love Leonard Snart. <laughs> also, yes. both of their eyes looked really cool in this scene. I'm just saying. Yes. I, I wrote that down. their eyes so well. Yeah. For, like somehow both of their eyes were like shining super bright anyways <laughs> no i'm just looking into their eyes <laughs> That's uh, nice. just just gaze into their eyes i don't like you i was too this is the thirst positive f- podcast yeah, we're all queer here we're good i do love that the phone rings and it's gideon on the phone i love that yeah i so also cute. love that the phone yeah. shakes yeah. there is of someone course. there like, of course, Rip has that that cut the phone because if it was like an a rotor, like an old ro- rotary phone, yes, or like, this a, is like those a, old like, phones from what it like a freaking eighties. If I raised, if it was a landline that played like different, like if it played Ode to Joy or some crap like that, we didn't have that back then. We just had rotary phones. I grew up in a different time. I have a phone attachment that I got from somewhere where it has a USB port that I can plug into my phone, but has like an old phone headset so I can answer my phone on it. Let me it's more satisfying you, to hang up a phone. Let like me that. tell you about ye old years and having a rotary phone where you actually had to go through the whole circle. With your I phone. know what a rotary phone is. And then I've like, seen them. I've played with them. Going online that took you five billion years to get online. Here's the question. Welcome to the generation gap. Did Rip Rip plug this phone in? Who's no one's calling? <laughs> they don't have wait, cell service. Wait, wait, no, no, it's just it's just it's just like it's got like a pack of double A's in the back of it and Wi-Fi. It, it's there for aesthetic. That's what or I'm what doing. if it's there just waiting for this kind of emergency and then if Gideon mm. needs to call Aha! Is it, wait it's like yes. the, wait it's the red Batman phone from the old 60s it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god Rip's little Batman's phone there is like one scene we didn't mention and it's just like the real quick one of Vandal Savage and Kendra on their little time ship I just mentioning it because it's there he's a creep he is a basically creep. all that, that all that scene does is establish Vandal Savage is still a creep. Oh yeah, and that it also establishes that Carter's in the he also has Carter somewhere. Yeah, Carter he's always in stasis in the cargo hold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is he gonna do with that? That's like the question is like it's it's it, like the Mandalorian where he just puts the curve against the wall. I can bring you it's, in warm or cold. Vandal Savage Mandalorian era. He hand soloed him. Oh no. <laughs> Talk to. Uh, yeah. So before we get to because Gideon's on the phone, she says, I do believe I have a plan. Uh, she has a cell block number. Yes. Gideon knows Gideon the cell does, block. Gideon knows Gideon does the work here. She does. Um, but before we get to that, we have the Jackson Marty scene. I have to mention they're working. On the time sphere, which I know isn't an episode of The Flash, but was actually Rip's vehicle in the comics, was that ball thing. They Didn't they mention in the season one Flash finale, which is weird because The Flash is in season two. Yes. When this was airing. 
that feels like so long ago. But um, didn't didn't you Bard mention that Rip invented it? So the question is, has Rip already invented this, or did he invent it when he was doing his time bureau stint, or did he invent it during his Legion of Doom era? Ooh, that's a good question. And I, I imagine probably Legion of Doom because I don't think we see the time sphere again. No, we don't. I do not recall. We'll find out. We'll find we'll out. Find out. We'll weeks. find out when we get to season two. We'll get there. Just no golden age rip is just rolling around in this plastic ball through time. It rips with his father ball. younger than him. It is his hamster ball. Oh. <laughs> or just this is what this is what Gideon does and Rip's getting too antsy. Just just go in your little hamster ball and have and go time travel without me. See how much fun it is. Uh but so they're working on it. I love that Jack's almost it's not like their positions are um like their roles are divert um well i can't speak things <laughs> but Jax is like listen i already know all of these things so that you can't know pull your i know more yeah, i this love it like you need to um whatever manifold was it the manifold something uh-huh. and he did it i know better than you jackson explodes and he goes well that just oh god great scott great scott <laughs> This is this is Jackson's Ron Swanson. I know more than you, Era. Mm-hmm. He deserves that after everything this season. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone well, ever likes to do art for us, <laughs> please. Yes, I I do enjoy I, I sh- like I should commission someone. And I love he goes. I forgot how um high kind of high and mighty you were, and he's like you. I was. I he's like you're alive. Or, no, no, no. Here's what gets me. I wrote this down because this gets me. Why are you referring to me in the past tense? Did I die? And I just want to, at that moment, I wanted to throw myself through my window because what knowing what happens in a few seasons, how Martin D words, and then they go, they meet younger Marty in uh-huh. the Vikings. Uh-huh. Look, he knew he was going to die. Look, we will probably get to the crossover, but I don't like talking about the crossover. When Legends kills people, they make it hurt. They really oh, do. That's extra, extra bad. That one, that death is extra, 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 extra. Oh, oh, absolutely no. I'm not saying, but yeah, but it's it's terrible. How they, that was a terrible, awful. That was that was a cluster. You know what? And so we kind of flip back and forth. These things are kind of happening on top of each other. Rip is sitting in the cell like it's all over now. <laughs> just like it's fluttering over, and raw. isn't it I- i've seen everything including your death ray my death what are you talking about but even then ray is like all right fine like if i die fine but we still have hope because len and sarah are out there but yeah declan's still declan eventually he's he's having mick go through that stupid process and keeps asking what his name is Every time, every time Mick doesn't answer, they start over again. Eventually, Mick says, before even before Declan can even finish the question, he just goes, Kronos. Again, the Kronos theme slaps. Like, oh, the God, music really popped off in season one. We kind of forget it that. It pops off every season. Blake Neely is a magician. I don't, is he still doing all, was he still doing all the music? Yes. The I, whole I time? think he had some, he had someone else working with him too, I think, because he was, yeah. he did. He, because in the beginning of the Arrowverse, we're actually now, I can't believe we're now 
we're witnessing the end of the year over. So that's that's weird to be out. Um, literally, this has been a this has been this is our this is our ending. But it's got. But I don't know if it's going to turn out as good as ending. It's ten years, isn't it? I mean, as Arrow was. It's like twenty twelve. It's crazy because we had we just saw the dismantling of so much stuff in the last week that we're like, what just happened? So yeah, it's hard. We see a quick scene of Len and Sarah just kind of walking around, slapping things on ships. We don't know what that is. And then one of the best scenes is just the way Wentworth Miller as Snart is sitting as I sit. He just like has his <laughs> knees up and his head is back and he's tapping this ring he's, loudly. He literally is a cat. If you had a vase, he would knock it over because he's a cat. I do love, I, I do love that. He, that Sarah calls Sarah's like why are you tapping that and then Leonard gives the full story behind it he it was all he and Mick got on their first job together and how he learned even the best laid plans can go sideways the foreshadowing we never knew of at the time I, I do love that also while they're slapping the things he's like I, this is Gideon's plan and he's like I don't like this plan and he's like I'm not here for this at all but that was also one of the points that like when we were watching this um, like last week or something or talking about this episode and one of my friends messaged me going like after they watched the episode, they were like, oh my gosh, this was like the first Gideon plan, you know? It is. Huh. And it was Gideon, a weird one. <laughs> Gideon is the mastermind. Yes. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that, but that's true and it's cool. Where is Legend AU of Leverage where Gideon is the mastermind? Look, I will be here for that. This is what we want. Then they start, they're like, all right, we're going to make our break for it. When they start to travel out and all the Time Masters are going to their little ships. Uh, okay, I have to point something out. Where did Rip get all these extra chairs? It's just one captain chair in each of these other ones. Did he? Where did he get these chairs? He probably stole. He probably just snuck on all the other ships and stole the extra chairs there. Or maybe he <laughs> went to. Maybe he. Maybe he went to like a. Maybe few, he. Maybe he went to like it'll amusement park being torn down and said, "Hey, uh, can I? Can I take your seat?" Or, or maybe he's a higher up. Maybe he's a higher up time master, so he gets a cooler ship. Yeah, he just kept saying I, his own chair was breaking, so know, he needed new the ones. The time masters were using him and knew that he was going to get the legends that said, "Here, have a ship with like why I we're not telling you because <gasps> they were manipulating him." <laughs> oh my god, that's Captain- why he got the extra chairs because they were manipulating. Oh my, I'm so Wait. stupid. I just realized this. We're not. It was not his choice. Why you need this? To- this was their design captain hunter why don't you dispose of all of these spare chairs that we don't need if you were to take them we wouldn't know mind blown but so they're all getting into battle stations that all of the ai one of them is named the only one that gets named is godfrey oh i thought one was named gilbert i don't know why no that was Eve's. Have you guys talked about this? How all the AIs are called something that starts yeah, with a G? Um, is that a and thing? That one of them is Gary. Yeah, and we yes. talked talked about that in length as well because we're like, is this what happens to Gary after because Gideon can't live without him? We don't know. 
I'm not I sure what it. I just thought of, but I just horrible. Uh, I had somehow like I remembered this <laughs> scene, but I forgot it's the same song. I love and it. Made it made me emotional I, again. I don't know. I remembered. I I listen. I am. I am was on this <laughs> ship the whole <laughs> damn time. I mean, like to do love will keep us together again. With perfect- when you have Sarah and start saying all all the charges to download the virus, and of course Gideon, how did you know love will keep us together was the one that ah, you know it because she was this, monitoring the whole time. She was watching them during that whole verse of madness. Gideon knows everything. This is why you can't hide anything from Gideon. Are you can't but it shuts down all the time ships so they're grounded and that kind of that pisses Drews off so he's like okay you know what kill all the prisoners start with him point strip and he's like oh great rip's like i'm begging for death at this point <laughs> and that's when they find out the way rider and time jumped to that moment and letter comes in while sarah's shooting the outside it's so good it's so good. Somebody order up a rescue. Me. And then he was like, your timing's perfect as always, Mr. <laughs> and then Kronos walks in. And Declan orders him to kill them, starting with this one. I love the face-off, though. The face-off. I, and here's the thing. It's just, it's just like earlier. When Leonard took too long to pull the trigger at Sarah... Nick takes too long when he's when he's pointing at Leonard, and that's when you know, you yeah. know it's Nick. Movie Nick's in control. Kronos is gone. Bye bye. And he's like, shoot him, and he goes, okay, I will. <laughs> and then <laughs> short thing. Oh my god! And then it's kind of brutal because he goes, yeah. Remember when I said I would crush your skull with my boot? I'm gonna do that. And then he does that, which is just like, oh, really? Showing we're, 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 we're gonna do that really okay full intent we're still listen we're still trying to get out from arrow shadow we have to be a little edgy and then we start heading back we're back on the ship i like that sarah's already she's not in the captain's chair but she's the one yelling out the directions shouldn't she climbs in the damn chair and just goes like oh i'm sorry Rip. you're the captain he goes no miss lance you seem to be in control i i like that scene yeah that also kind of made me thought of like an avalanche like that moment i don't remember when is that in season six or when is that i don't know when ava is like you know doing all this it's not yeah is that- and then she's like yeah. oh sorry this is your thing your job your place or whatever and sarah's like no no you do you but that oh no we're stuck in a tractor beam Oh, but then we use Mick's little wristbandy thing to disconnect yes. it. Because we haven't mentioned this. They say the only, because Drew set up the only place where free will truly exists is the vanishing point. Because time doesn't exist here. So they all go, all right, then this is our chance to go. And if we blow up the Oculus, then we'll be free. My favorite thing is what would the Time Masters do? And it's exactly like the day of what would Sarah Lance not do? It's yeah, like the same parallel of yeah. What would the time masters not do? Uh, and just, but yeah, they 
they do an in, they do an internal override rather than an external override. They're free, they're free from the tractor beam, but they're kind of they don't know what the next move is. And that's when we cut back to um, twenty sixteen, and Jackson and Martin are saying goodbye, and Martin apologizes for being time being Martin. talk and bossy. Yeah, being Martin. He apologizes for being Martin. Granted, we know that does not stick very well. And Jack's like, okay, I'm going to be mad about the whole roofie thing, but I get over it. And I'm just like, oh, I'm God, like, I forgot about the roofie. You know what? My favorite part is like Martin going, what? No, I would never do this to you ever. <laughs> Which is hilarious. It's like, I would never do this to you. And you could see the shifty eyes because he was planning it. <laughs> Martin does not have a stop button. Martin just goes until it blows up in his face or, or he is or, or, or well, Martin is the unstoppable object and uh, various other people are the immovable force. Mm-hmm. It is this nice moment where Jack says, I know you're looking out for me and you don't always show it. So let, let me go so that I can do this. For us, we, we did miss the cute little scene in the commissary where Ray's eating his little cupcake. Oh, that's right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just we're getting here in a second because before that is probably my favorite line in the episode that I forgot about. So Rip is telling everyone we're all doomed. <laughs> we're all doomed. This is what's going to happen. Like they have been slowly like edging us towards this end goal about. They need Vandal Savage to stop Thanagar. So everything has been leading to that. And then Mick punches Ray hard on the arm and Ray goes, ow! And Mick says, completely serious. So the Time Masters wanted me to do that. That took me off guard. And actually, the first time in a few episodes, I had to laugh out loud, literally. This, that's just peak Legends humor. I I was sorry about that moment. Not yet, but in a few. But yeah, so Rip's, Suggestion is okay. We should destroy, but if we destroy the Oculus, then that means the Time Masters don't get to control time anymore. We're all kind of, and we're all set free of them trying to engineer our lives. People are agreeing with that, and then Leonard says, "This is madness." I like it as he looks at Sarah. They put their foot on the damn gas this episode. So I'm just like, I I saw her. I was just like shaking. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this happening? Am I real? This doesn't happen to me. I felt like there was chemistry again. I'm, I, that was, I did like that pairing. So there was chemistry all along between those two. So yes. And Lauren has chemistry with the wall. He does. He does. (laughs) But yeah, I do agree. Wentworth Miller with anybody, and it'd be like a lot of chemistry because it's Wentworth Miller. Although I like, listen, I feel as I've grown older, I feel like you know what? It would have been cute, but in the long run, I don't think it would have worked out. Mm-hmm. No, because like again, uh, Ava is her lobster, so um, no, it would have never worked out. Kind of the the same thing with Nissa <laughs> that we talked about last episode is that. And it's that the people, it's not that either of them didn't mean as much to her as Ava, but they had their place in her life so that she eventually gets to the to Ava. I definitely feel like Leonard was like somebody after the whole League of Assassins and everything like that. He's not. Oh my a, God. He, are you saying he was a rebound? Kind of had her guard, let her guard down 
And that was a part of Sarah that kind of she let her guard down and that kind of snowballed from there where she had that capability to give herself to Ava in a way. Yeah. In a way, even though it's horrible, obviously, that he dies and I, he still is one of my favorite characters on this show, mm-hmm. even though we had him for such a little time. It's... But still, in a way for this, him and Sarah thing, in a way, it's perfect that it's like there was so much chemistry and such a mm-hmm. slow burn into kind of nothing, but then kind of something at the end. And then he's out, you know? It's, it's, it, it's, it's watching a character who I enjoyed watching on The Flash. I, and then seeing him further develop and learn more and taking those steps toward the light. And ultimately, it is the hero dies before the end of the story. And we'll get to this because I have an energy for this I need to use because I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, our 11th but... hour. But this is the cupcake scene, Aiden. Cupcake. Yes, I need the cupcake scene, which again, that Ray has gluten insensitivity because <laughs> he's literally eating a cupcake and they're not mentioning if it has gluten or not. Which makes it funnier if Mix, like, these are good. Because if he, they told him on principle it was gluten free, he'd say it was garbage. He probably. Uh, Hey, gluten-free stuff can be pretty good, actually. It is, but Mick has to be annoying. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, I mean, I listen, I, I just made cupcakes a few days ago because I, was, I wasn't feeling real real great mentally, so I made cupcakes. They're in my freezer now. I support that. <laughs> but <laughs> the only difference is like, it's like yellow cupcakes with like pink frosting. Like, so, so what's the frosting flavor? Is it... Is it strawberry is it raspberry is it cherry or some kind i mean i want to know because i'm a nerd they kind of look like the cupcakes that cruella deville puts her cigarette out on in 101 <laughs> dalmatians okay that you know what that would make sense because ray is essentially a giant dog who is who <laughs> wants to play with everyone and have fun i like he's, like, he's an overgrown puppy and i, I like adore this. him for that mick ends up telling ray because ray says hey how'd you manage to break out of the control like do you think about how much you would miss that? Because like, Mick says, I mean, it used to be because I wanted revenge on you all. And now Ray says, because you love us now? And like a puppy, as Kate said. And uh, you can tell Mick's like, the answer is kind of yes. But uh, he's like, well, I thought you'd all be screwed without me. And what would say Mick Rory's heart through three sizes that day? Well, you better not tell anybody because he will kill you. No, 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 no. He's going to shave Ray's head. I love that because, again... It's just even worse. Wait, it's, haircut. He always called him haircut, too. Which, um, honestly... Uh, I'm, if, I'm, I'm sorry, but if I feel like if that had happened, I feel like it would have been as bad as the one time they made Rob Lowe put on a bald cap for 911 Lone Star. No, no, do not mention that ever. No, if you know, you know. No. If you say his name again, he's gonna show up like Beetlejuice. So exactly. we have to move on. We don't want that. But <laughs> all right, now let's talk about the scene. Ah! Well, there are two the scenes in this episode, but we'll talk about this scene because I know Kate squealed probably when she first saw the scene. Where Len goes into Sarah's quarters and he's like, "Do you want to play the kind of cards?" That scene. That 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 is my I have brought peace, freedom, justice, and security to my new empire. 
I do like again that she's like, "Oh, are you here to apologize?" And he said, "I was going to, but the time masters wanted me." But apparently, I was just following a script. And but yeah, so talking and they're at just he said, "What do you think about the plan?" And they're going back and forth, and she mentions that she still feels guilty for the things she did. And then he he steps into her room. It's like the things I didn't do up at night and so they're just kind of playing cards no 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 no, no. They, they didn't break out the cards they didn't break out the cards that's that how thing. that's his pretense to show up but okay, okay. um they're, they're playing mental cards they're playing freaking chess oh yeah and she's like and he's like i've been thinking a lot about me and you wonder what the future might hold for me and, and you. you and me and you and at that point, I still remember I lost my shit back in 2016. I was screaming into a pillow. I lost my shit in 2022 watching this episode yesterday and I was just screaming into my hands. You were definitely feral, I feel. I, I was mean, listen, listen, that this was this was I'm not this was a rebound shit for me. I was I was have I was having some sad feelings about oh, there's nothing that can go wrong with these two. I mean, to kind of call back Tia from earlier, um, it's because it's Wentworth Miller's eyes and he looks up at her through his lashes. Which he does a lot. He does, which is like, it works every time. It's wonderful. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, it would work on any of us. Let's not lie. We'd be like, yeah, we'd be silly. Okay. But but yeah, after that, um, listen, that's, that's not, that's, that's my timeless do we detect a spark and then, and it then ends with sarah says you want to still kiss me leonard you better be one hell of a thief and she walks off and his face is immediately uh, no he had a absolute props what with miller his face is like challenge exactly he was like i i, I accept this show. this episode was the ultimate letter start send off the more i think about it because you have these great moments with nick these great moments of Sarah, the two people he was probably the closest with on the ship. Mm-hmm. The only thing we were missing, and I will point this out, is like we didn't have a Jax Leonard moment that I kind of wish we had because Ooh, they yeah. were or like a Ray Len yeah, but thing. I know Ray and Len didn't really work. We had the Rogue Canary trio. You are correct. Uh, we're just like, we do, what we're essentially saying is that we wanted more snart. Yes. To everyone who knows me, I am so damn sorry. I'm I'm freaking out over this. This is this is my multiverse of madness. I'm not kidding. And then so we get off the ship because we're gonna go our big hurrah. It looks and like a looks like a botanical garden. It actually is. Like forget Epcot. I was saying this. The dome looks like Epcot. Who do you think the prettiest girl the Time Masters is? Epcot Center. Well, I personally think oh, the Baxter. Oh, wait, no, it's like the prettiest girl, the Oculus. Uh, I think it's the Baxter. And not just because Oculus. Uh, actually, it is. Um, They get intercepted in front of the Bloedel Conservatory. It's a greenhouse and aviary in Vancouver. It's still used as like a sci-fi filming place. I want to, I want to go there. But I did laugh I that dome that looked exactly like Epcot. I'm sorry. 
and I like I kind of like Druce's line because of how evil it is. This is um, his little villain monologue speech right here. It's pure lawful evil if we're categorizing it because Rip says you're gonna like you saying you're gonna do all this through murder and he says murder and execution are only different because of um, oh like uh, a murder and execution are only different. Oh go ahead. No because I wrote it down too because I love it because he said the difference between murder and execution is only a matter of authority I have it you don't <laughs> like okay sir genuinely a good line it's a really it's good of evilness it is a good line because it's just like again he thinks he's doing good which we kind of know like in a way I guess because it'll save how many lines but in another way it's like Damn, dude, you should have never put allegiance with Vandal Savage at all. I will say these two, this episode and like the last five minutes of River of Time, accomplished in 50 minutes what Loki took six hours. Because ah, you know, they know what the people want. Mary and Kate, Loki, the Loki show animals. <laughs> they couldn't get past season. It's just the first episode. I love Kang, but I, I can't. I can't wait to meet watch season two with you. Um, I'm, so, I'm then, sorry if you're fans of the Loki show. I'm sorry, but that show was. I'm sorry for you. That was mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. See, I'm sorry if we have offended you in any way. I have not seen it. I'm good. <laughs> it, it's season three, but worse. Oh, <laughs> that's that's what it is. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Um, because to break up the tension of this scene, Jax just comes in shooting. Just, just this great triumphant moment, and Jax hops out like, "Hope I'm not too late." The wave rider's just the, the jump ship is just like was like spinning around for a moment, just shooting everyone. I'm gonna. And do I feel like we don't thing. see that works. Sorry. <laughs> no. No, go ahead. No, I just feel like we don't see the jump ship often because i remember yeah. when like he came in and he was like shooting everyone i was like who is this what is, what is this ship now and i'm like oh it's the jump ship or does it look different usually or because i was looking at it, i was like this just looks funny that but looks, maybe we just like, don't see it often it's essentially like a sidecar if you could operate a sidecar of a motorcycle mm, yeah i don't it looks kind of funny <laughs> yeah because i think in the last few seasons I think this is a budget thing. I don't think we've seen the outside of the jump ship in maybe three seasons. Like, near the end. We see, like, the inside. Yeah. I don't think we have enough money to build it outside. We have a budget. (laughs) We do have a budget. How come we we didn't get any of that good supernatural money? Because it was all spent on plaid. Natural money. Or flannel. You know, they spent money on Bobby's bunker, which again, I'm not going to complain because I love Bobby. They spent money in the letters. letters. Okay, listen. Sorry to delve into supernatural for a second, but I, I always found the men of. I thought the men of letters bunker was actually pretty. No, no, it was good, but they. I would like to listen. It, it's probably got all kinds of crap crawling around there, but I wouldn't mind hanging out in there. No, no, I'm just saying the case. He spent a lot of money on that set, though. That's what I'm saying. The what giant season? telescope. What season of Supernatural would it be during this time? Was, Is this season 10? 
Wait, no, 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 no. This is past season 10. So um, I'm I kind of think... checked out then. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, no, actually, you're right. It is season, it is around season 10. It's, it's beyond the when Dean killed death. If you got past oh, I hated the price, that. congratulations, you've I, lo- I like, listen, the original death may have been a white man, but I liked him. He just wanted to eat food and see drama. And we support that. I feel like this is season 10, but post Demon Dean, and I checked out after Demon Dean. I couldn't keep up after that. But anyway. Um, I, think I gave up after. I think I gave up when, when we had the British Men of Letters. I think that's when. British get them out of here um but I this is a quick aside then we see because if there's not already enough tension we cut back to Vandal Savage and Kendra and I don't know the drama of this scene I thought was really good for some reason because she's like Savage like half set she says half set and she's like please don't do this please don't and he goes oh it's not he basically says like it's destiny. You're really, you're really gonna name someone. Yeah, I still like, can't get over how his name was Hoset. Yeah, in Egypt. How, what? I mean, too. Did your did your parents not like you? Did you just choose to adopt that name? What What's going on there, buddy? I do love. What's your trauma? I do love Kendra's scream of savage. I know that sounds weird, but it, it just felt so dramatic, mm. and you you really feel like the oh god, like. Even if we stop the Oculus, like, are we going to save his family? I wish, I really wish she could have just hawked out, taken control of the jump ship, and left his butt in. He was tied up, though. She couldn't. Yeah. It's Tiberian steel. Oh, yeah, I forgot that Tiberian steel. And I'm like, I, I hate that she's like, you, uh, no, I love that she's like, you do not have to kill Rip's family. And he's like, well, going to do it anyway. Oh, well, bye. <laughs> Wait, I forgot. I was going to mention this. So do we think that the Thanagar invasion that they mentioned in 2175, that's a fixed point? Is it? Because we don't mention it again. It isn't, but if the sole reason Vandal Savage has to be in power is because he is the one to stop the Thanagarians. Does Vandal Savage just rise from hell in in 2175 and zombie take down the Thanagarians? Wait, wait. If that's a fix- it's like Doctor Strange. Wait, wait. If that's, no! that's a fixed point, right? Who's the fixer of that one? I hope it's just some. Whoa! What if Vandal Savage is supposed to be the fixer of that point? Oh, no. But if that's the fixer, then that means he just has to make sure things happen. Is it Carter? Does Carter have to do that? Oh, no, wait. Carter's fine. Carter's the punishment Carter's- to be a fixer. Who would be punished enough? It's Druce, isn't it? It's Druce. That would be really Whoa! funny. Oh my god. This is what season we cracked eight it. Been. This is what we could have done in season eight. And then we're like, okay, we know who can stop the Thanagarians, Vandal Savage, but he's not the evil one. He's like, he deserves the Thanagarians. Because then Vandal Savage would be like, oh my god, guys, I'm so sorry. I tried to kill you. And he just hugs Barad. Nobody oh except god, Sarah would. Nobody except Sarah or Gideon would know who he is, though. <laughs> so it would be very funny. Actually, no. I feel like I feel no. I feel like Nate would have done his damn. Re- no, Nate's not here anymore. Would we get like that whole <laughs> thing with Bard if that did happen? Though, like we're- Astra would know. Astra would know. Astra would be. No, Astra would- doesn't know who Vandal Savage is. Oh yes. In charge of hell. So she- oh my god! Oh my gosh! Oh god! Give a whole team. Are you? Are you Sarah? We can trust this guy. 
And she's like, no. Sarah, no, can't. Fit, Sarah pregnant and yeah. hormonal. Ugh. Oh, God. I would also know not to trust him because Sarah definitely told Ava Fandle Savage. God, if Savage gives Sarah parenting advice. We've already established he's never changed a diaper in 7,000 years, so. Don't ever take He's not a good dad. What a deadbeat. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, yeah. So we're going to the Oculus. We oh, have a really cool Ray. upside down shot. Yes. It's very midsummer. I missed this the first time around watching this, but then again, it was six years ago at this point. But apparently, the Oculus was powered by a supernova. Yes. So it's Rip, Ray, and Mick going into the Oculus to fix it or to, to blow it up. They're going to go shut it down. So, yeah, Ray's kind of going through all this. He has his suit on, and then he takes his helmet off. He's like, oh, I can't focus no, with I... my... Oh, shit. Uh, because that's the, thing the flash. Is, when, when Ray starts opening to diffuse it, Rip is just staring for him. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, oh, no. But he doesn't, he doesn't say anything yet, though. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Rip withholding it's, very important information. It's, it's, it's his that slow Raven moment. Not this again, because they still haven't watched that show. This is our era. This is our generation. But this moment of of Ray going, I can do this, and Rip telling him, this is how I saw you'll die. And Ray says, well, so be it. And He He accepts really fast. Yeah, and then he was like, if this is, if it takes this, me dying to get everybody's reading back, I'm willing to do this. I also love the Doctor Who reference in here. Reverse the polarity of the Matrix. Yes. <laughs> I saw it was mentioned the Doctor Who thing. As someone who was recovering from Doctor Who season nine while watching this, which I was very happy. Okay, which season <laughs> season nine is that with the only Doctor I've seen in my whole entire is that with Chris Christopher? No, 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 no. That's that's Peter Capaldi. No. Season nine, season, listen, Peter Capaldi has a good air on Doctor Who, and I will not be told otherwise. I'm sorry, I like Doctor Y'all Who. slept on that man. I have Actually, some of you didn't. I do like Ray's line of, well, I'm not really in a rush to die, though, so could you please hold everyone off? And um, Mick is like, we got you. I really like Mick in this episode. Oh, my favorite part is Rip almost falling over, and Mick almost took a header. It's so, like in you, but I think everybody else will be sad if you die, so I'm gonna do it anyway. It looks Next like season. in the movie The Disney Hercules, where it's like the soul river. Yes! That you can drown in. That's what it kind of looks like. It's and it's really interesting because like Nick's help Nick's Nick, I mean, he's Nick Nick, and he doesn't have the best relationship with Rip because Rip was the one who insulted him to his face, called him stupid, was pretty okay with killing him or leaving him to die, and now Mick is saving him. That hurts even more. Well, again, I'll point out he really doesn't want to, but he does it anyway. <laughs> Mick Rory Mick Rory does a good thing and then feels like he's walked through something nasty. Well, then so Ray says, okay, there's a fail-safe built into this. In the event of someone trying to blow it up. Somebody has to be holding this. 
We what? found an episode why? called Fail Safe earlier this season. My, my question is, why couldn't they put a piece of tech or have, you know, a, like, drawstring or, like, even zip tie? Because, we have no time. Because, no, 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 because we have to have a sacrifice for oh. this. And, we, and like, like, look, Wentworth Miller was going to leave after season I one know, anyway. But, oh. So that was, like, the way they wrote it out. It's just, like, it had to be, like, a man, I think it was, like, manual pressure. It's like, I don't know. The Legends is like known for like the double fake out. I feel like this season has a lot of double fake outs. Mm-hmm. So when Mick goes, okay, to Ray and knocks him out, first of all, this is the only time that I can remember Rip ever calls Mick by his name and just says, Mick, what are you doing? Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. And then he's like, I. The walls came down. But my, my point is, he's like, oh no, Ray's going to kill himself. Mix puts his hand on there and he kind of just like walks away because he's right rip and he I'm like yellow got, got Ray in his pocket. I was gonna say um I was watching like a TikTok the other day or not a TikTok some video was discussing someone was talking about like Batman's character and how like Bruce Wayne uses Batman as both a coping but self harm mechanism and so like oh, this oh, idea. Crap heroism especially with mick and ray also being a way to hurt yourself because it's for someone else you're right and i feel like that's a big thing with with ray and with mick and we'll see with len in that i'm i am doing i'm getting hurt but it's okay because in theory it's helping other people they're on actually so that that makes so much sense now oh my god that makes it hurt more though but it's uh, the same way I kind of see it as Nick is kind of Nick. So here's what I kind of I had this not to cite that author, but I kind of feel like it's almost like a like the three the Deathly Hollows three brothers moment. One's doing it for power. One's doing it for power to get to take away the power for the Time Masters. Nick is doing it for revenge. Ray was doing it to get, to stop the Time Masters, the power part. Nick is doing it for, for revenge on what the Time Master said to him. And Leonard's doing it for Mick. Leonard's doing it for <laughs> Not to bring that author in there, but that's just like what it made me think of when I was watching. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, I, I definitely agree because, and then it's because it's, it's the most. This God, so right, it's good. the gutting scene and the music that's playing. I remember I saw the, the track Cold Hard Sacrifice is what that track is called. Oh. Because even just the scene that we talk about, Rip gets back. He's like, I've got Dr. Palmer. He's in my pocket. Uh, Mr. Rory has Rory elected, has to, elected stay. to stay behind. And he, and you, let's just face of, oh fine. And then he goes, oh Sarah's right after him because Mick's her friend too. And he goes, I'm sorry for this that I have to do this again because he promised my not old friend again. Promise not to hit him again. Me. And he hits Mick in the head again. But this one is for you can cause. So now thinking back, is he saying, please forgive me for is he saying, is that for what he's about to do in taking the Oculus or for I promise just this small thing of not knocking you out again. Yeah, I think it was the and I couldn't do that. Part, to be honest. Yeah, I th- I think so too, because I think I don't think he really He wouldn't apologize for taking Mick's place at all. <laughs> Because he, he wanted, he, think of it this way. Remember, the way that Mick and Leonard met was literally Mick saved Leonard's life. I feel like he needed. Leonard 
finally paid that debt. Away. He's like, I need to repay that debt kind of thing where I have to now save Mick because he saved my life. I need to save his life. It's also like the final encapsulation of several times throughout the series. And even this episode is that Snart is always the one with the escape plan. Yeah. Like, how are we going to get out of here? And this is the one time that he doesn't. It's like, this is the only way out is for me to stay. Mm-hmm. And that in, we, we were talking about in previous episodes that Len is almost more suited to be a captain than Rip at points because Len knows how to run a team. And this is the leader goes down with the ship and that I, I will do what I need to do so that all of you are safe. But I have to say, this is my favorite going out line ever in existence. But we have to talk about the, so he's <laughs> telling Sarah, go, I'm going to stay get, here. Get, get him out of here. Not without you. This was also one of my favorite things because before, <laughs> before when Ray is there holding the, down and then like he gets knocked down or whatever and then they shrink him and rip just puts him in his pocket to get him out and then when mick gets knocked out sarah is left there to what like carry she's him a, she's got a fireman carry him alone just like <laughs> listen sarah's strong I, I believe in her but that's the moment yeah, where rip planning uh... plus plus it is like a double gut punch because while while we've been watching this oculus sand play out at the same time savage is stalking through london people are du- are being executed as he's walking and it's they're replaying the scene of savage about to kill rip's family and then we realize like oh god the awful cycle even though len is about to do something it's not enough that we still fail you know that we think at the time that this is a failure and so right as so savage kills jonas and that's when the other time masters wardrobe comes in like shut it yeah, down sarah's sarah sarah's sarah's kissed him goodbye she's left his neck bruce is saying shut it down and then i miss rip earlier compared to he was like cutting the strings on the puppet earlier mm-hmm and that's where, and this is now where I realized that's where Leonard's line came from. Well, it's also, no Pinocchio. Me. it's also Pinocchio. Yeah, but I also realized he's referencing what Rip said. Yeah, because about... it's also, yeah, the fact that there are no strings on me. It blows up. It blows up. They, they're all gone. The wave riders flying away. <laughs> I am, but I am emotionally destroyed and staring because and crying. We cut to commercial. Well, now, because again, if you have not watched Stranger Things, run away right now. Eddie, Just mute for like the next thirty seconds. Eddie, um, literally comes from abusive. Oh God! Comes from abusive home. Goes on top of the trailer. Starts playing. Uh, Metallica's Master, Master of Puppet. Goes out a hero sacrifice himself for freaking Dustin. Then you have Leonard Snart abused by his father goes out on a line that there's no strings on me and goes out to save Mick Rory. I mean again I feel like Eddie's a part of Gary and Leonard so this after thinking this and that I'm like holy shit there's a a parallel with that Mm -hmm. with uh, characters who were abused in childhood 
sacrificing themselves, like you were saying, sacrificing themselves for their friends that they love who were their family, that were their adopted family. And it's just like this this shit ever happens on the bad batch, I'm gonna be unavailable for it's gonna happen, okay? Bring that parallel. Shut shut up. Yeah, I had to bring up that parallel because it's such mm-hmm. a good parallel because they basically kind of have he mentions that his father made him steal too, Eddie. Mm-hmm. So there's a very good parallel between Eddie and Leonard. It's crazy. Oh, I was gonna say absolutely all of that. Those are great parallels to each other, especially that it's literally master of puppets. And I know like in the context of Stranger Things, that's what they're doing. Is controlling the bats but also the strings code. I also have to mention this we talked about there is in the crossover that was the backdoor pilot Theo mentions oh a bunch of superheroes hanging out in a farmhouse never seen this movie before which is an Avengers Age of Ultron reference Age of Ultron also had the no strings on me song playing and I know that wasn't like I don't know if that was a conscious choice. It probably wasn't, but it was all on our minds at that point. But it's it's interesting that you it 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 both has to do with and I know Stranger Things probably doesn't care about legends, but that that parallel exists with puppets, abused both abused men. It's crazy. It's just crazy. As we found out, Legends and Stranger Things came out in the same year. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. No, it, it's possible that they thought of Eddie out of Leonard. There's a, a good possibility. I don't know. I hate that. I mean, I know that's why we go to commercial, but like, I can't imagine watching this live and then being sold Snickers. I, yeah. I, no. Although I feel like if they advertise, I was, I was, I was, I was just staring. I, I, I was I just staring. I was cried. in shock. I cried. When I did too. Cried my eyes out and i was in a denial for a good three years it was you're bringing was, i was part i was watching that party i was watching my ship go down mm-hmm. in real time yeah. i didn't like it one bit well you know my ship was cold wave so my ship also was also <laughs> everyone had a snort ship we, at the we, time yeah, we. It, it was, I fun. feel like we all we all had a snort ship. I, I feel like at least everyone had some kind of snort ship and snip, snip. I feel I like I missed out. You're good. I like see, having people like um, start. When did you start watching Legends again? I think you mentioned yeah. season three, right? Me? Season three, yeah. Yeah, I, I knew a lot of people who started in season three. I still think season three is the best season. Above, well, that was before season seven. But um, yeah, I knew a lot of people who started that had never watched any of it before. So it's been great to see people watch for the first time and see like our humble beginnings. Especially this one, because this episode just like hurts so much. This was this was three years of grieving, essentially. This is still, I think, we should probably do this by the end of the podcast and however long it takes. I still think this would be in top, if I was going to do a top 10 of all of the episodes of Legends, over a hundred episodes, I oh, still God. think this is in the top ten. This was one of this was one of I think this was one of the most shocking episodes. Yeah, well, because no, because I did anyone else see Leonard start dying on the coming? No, no, season? I, well, I did it. You know what? This is funny. I did not know about the whole thing of 
Wentworth Miller's not coming back? I didn't know that. They released an article like an hour after. They have Lucky Smart. They have Wentworth Miller. They're not going to kill off Wentworth Miller. There's no way they're going to kill off Wentworth Miller and Leonard Snart. They killed off Leonard Snart. And when I'm like, in here. Especially because I think outside of Sarah, who, as we learned, they announced Sarah would be in Legends, but they hadn't brought her back on Arrow yet. Yeah, I was like, how the um, hell are you doing that? I think, because even I know people loved Ray, but Ray, I think, came into his own on Legends. Ray yeah, on yes. Arrow is way different and not, I wouldn't I say did. as beloved. Right. Ray was I, the I kind of like nice on Arrow Brandon, where I thought he must have put a lot of input while he was in Legends because I feel like Ray of Legends is a what Brandon is in real life because I met Brandon he's a sweetheart so a lot of Ray in Legends is Brandon yeah because I was saying like because outside of Sarah I think Snart was probably the most beloved character coming to the show and Mick going along with him because they were a team and obviously with the prison break background was even better and so to have him be the one to go was like because I think Brandon Ruth and possibly Wentworth Miller because Prison Break was still big but Brandon Ruth was probably in terms of most famous oh no because Victor yeah or Arthur Darvill had just gotten off Doctor Who you had no 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 no. it's been a few few years since Doctor Who okay oh yeah you're right but I really like the music when we come back like the very somber music yeah again Blake Feely Mick is like staring off He's numb. There is Nick. Just Nick is just like Nick's it's reaction. Such a cool he's shot in, of he's, him. It's because but... it all, it just hurts again, and I guess just oh, Sarah oh, wipes the tear yeah. away. That's what gets mm-hmm. when Sarah wipes the tear away. Yeah, because she again. It's like it's like the thought of what if and what could have been for her, and it's like. The one person who I connected with is now gone. But what gets me not only is that is Rip sitting in that cargo bay alone mm-hmm. and him asking, you know what I'm going to ask you, Gideon? And she's like, I have no information for you because the Oscar. Who hasn't done that when they're depressed? I, I was going to mention the ocular. Like, okay, did they explain this in later seasons? Because I don't remember. When he's like, I can't, like, see the scope of time because the oculus is destroyed do they ever talk about fixing that no they don't. okay they don't. <laughs> okay thank you the, the, the fan, listen listen the fanfic writers they if you wrote fanfic after destiny i applaud you you worked your butt off you can't i oh, saw the absolute blood in the archive we what, were we were moving well, well, there was one where Len was that guy with the books. I don't know which is that Dr. Fate. Something with books. Some people were writing. And with the Fate helmet would have been yeah. cool. But this was, yeah, with books and stuff. So, so there's been some interesting fic after this. But um, yeah, Rip just saying, uh, Gideon, go back to, and he goes, I'm sorry. Yes. But, oh, Wait, I can't such look a- at the timeline and give you an accurate prediction i can only show you what the news articles say at this point because since they destroyed the oculus they can't really um look at timeline data much anymore i mean they can yeah. see what happened but it, it, you're Free right will is back 
It doesn't make sense later on because she does know a lot of stuff after this. Because, like, again... They probably explained it. But I'll be honest, I don't remember a lot of season two. But they didn't. They really didn't. And this pisses me off to no end because it actually feels like because they don't really mention it anymore. And then it happens over and over again that Len's death didn't really mean anything because, like, they still were like, hey... Guess what? We still don't have free will because it's such and such a thing. And it's like, but yeah, this is the whole point of let her die. Why would you take this away? Exactly. But I noticed that ever since um I actually noticed like the galley has been remodeled since yes. this episode. I just I didn't it took me so long to realize that. I mean, season essentially the time between season one and season two is extreme time ship renovation. Mm-hmm you know we got to grieve somehow but 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 you can't build an extra bathroom here i mean we we gotta well yeah i think about plumbing i mean we don't have any plumbers that's not supposed to again he's where did he get all these chairs how are there extra bedrooms i'm still saying you got listen he went to an old he went to music park and he stole some seats i'm telling you the time master said look we have to manipulate time so we have to give him a bigger time ship with the bedrooms because we know what's already gonna happen so we have to plan for them (laughs) i just (laughs) sorry i just remembering the i just think about the spinning teacups at disneyland it's like what if rip had just put one the spinning put the spinning teacups and seats on the way (laughs) right He's just sitting in the captain's chair spinning Gideon. Gideon. Um, but anyway, we have another, well, Ray has the line of, well, Snart died a hero. It was the last thing he wanted to be. That's what he was. And oh my god, I don't know the, the I, part again, that- this is This is my revenge of the Sith. I can quote so many damn lines from this. Snart's death isn't even the part that got me as much, at least on this rewatch. It's the Mick pulls the ring out, which I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but like yep. Len has this ring as a reminder from a job he and Mick pulled that went south and they had to leave. And the best slave plans go sideways. And Mick has the ring and he says he planted this on me right before he went out. Oh, the fanfics on that one was like it was their wedding ring, which is Oh god, I remember those. Those are some good those, oh I uh, yeah, uh, ah! <laughs> out of this whole thing is amazing it was just this little moment of i don't know seeing the care and love they had for each other even when they f- were fighting even if you don't see if you don't ship them romantically or even just like them as a partnership just that moment of it was like len's last because he says mick please forgive me for what i'm about to do and it was this reminder of a reminder of don't forget that like things could always go south and it's kind of a reminder of that too like mm-hmm. and then um well mick says yeah he did all this and i still feel like i need to kill someone for snart and ray, ray goes, reminds oh, and yeah, still carter and kendra we still have one episode left so maybe and there's we also- go and kill savage now <laughs> Yeah, but then there's that last kicker at the end. Savage is back after committing some murder, and he's contacting Time Masters. And there's so like we saw a whole bunch of parts of the um, 
of the vanishing point blow up and i have quite and i have a whole list of questions about like how do the survivors deal what happened it's like the death the council eight you're not gonna know uh, are the time cops that arrested us at the end of season seven the rem- the remnants of the time master oh no. my gosh you'll never know, I'm never know. But like, also also we have to remember that like when um vandal and kendra are in the little ship she goes you don't have your little guys anymore you have nothing because the time masters are gone and she's enjoying that because she's so, yeah. so good she, like, the, guy, the guy basically who answers this 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 guy, I wonder if he's the new like head of the high council because Drews is freaking dead. And maybe Drews was steering them in a direction they didn't want. And this guy's like, okay. He's the designated survivor. He is. Oh my god. <laughs> he's I, 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 okay, look, look, God. I, I, I remember I watched that show. I was I, it was good okay. for a season, then I got and then my ADD took over. But um anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, the guy's the guy's like, well, um, we can't really help you anymore because they Destroyed the Oculus. Time was unmoored. Uh, good luck. Peace Bye. Uh, he peace on out. He, he did peace out. And seriously, what happened to like like how what happened? Were they all stuck on there to die? I'm so. What happened? Because we know we had they, they, we had time masters on the ships. Where were they? We had the freaking. Like, what's the deal? What are the kind of jobs we have as 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 time masters? What's the ranking go by here? Because we got time masters, we got guys who are like the little who working who are working as like guards. Do they I mean, even have there, dental? No, I'm not gonna need dental anymore. But 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 what if your idea is right and they there was a fraction of time masters that were trying to get revenge this whole entire time but they didn't know where to find the legend so like it wasn't until mike was like hey by the way i could give you the legends on the silver platter or or rip came he took but he took some people back to 21s he he took some people back to 20 in the past like hey i'm starting oh my god it's because god he took them and he made a tba tba I'm going. I'm going. I'm. Going, I'm. I'm sorry. Um, the t- but I was gonna say there was always the theory the, the time bureau would have. That was my idea theory. Yeah, I, I know because you always had the theory, and I was subscribed to it that the time bureau yeah. would have right. eventually grown to the time master in a it's loop. A, it's a circle. It has. It's a circle. It's time is a. It's a Mobius strip. No, the it, time it, masters and the time bureau. Yeah. There is no. They just. <laughs> there's one side we do end on the vandal savage note which i found an interesting choice and once again i mean this isn't a knock against this episode because i think this episode is the best spoiler for rankings later but it just also cuts vandal savage's threat level as a villain out of the knees so it's like man like you're such a little bitch you can't even do this yourself like you had to have the time masters move things for you like again the vandal savage in the comics like he never gets to conquer the world because he can't Vandal-, and he has a good line to exit with yes when kendra is like you're you can't rule the world anymore or whatever and he's like well i don't have to rule the world because now i have the ability to change it yes and off he flies i love that 
which is true. Like if you have a time ship that the time masters gave him, apparently, um, he doesn't need to, you know, like he can just have that. This and he the- has Kendra, all that he ever wanted. Wait, trapped. Wait, wait. <laughs> this is a good question. Where does the time masters get their budget? Hmm. Maybe they're maybe they're maybe they have some Swiss bank account set up like Vandal Savage does. Oh please, it can't be capitalism in the vanishing point. They don't have time. <laughs> maybe or they or they maybe they just have people they employ to steal some crap. But like again, where did they get the money for again the ships, all the stuff? Where did they get the money for? They steal it. Listen, yeah, Vandal like, Savage was funny. They don't, they don't have morals. Any? It's oh, that's a good point. Oh, so who was but, really the puppet here? If he was paying for their chicken and the egg. Yeah. Well, then you oh, know what? If we're going on case idea that the time the time cops that arrest us at the end of season seven are fractions of the original time masters who were <laughs> descended from the time bureau, that would mean that Rip's owns. <laughs> I still think Booster should have been Rip's son. I think that would have been funny to watch them as a dynamic. I wonder if Neil McNeil was a cop. Neil McNeil was a cop. <laughs> um, I believe him. Agent Neil McNeil. Very, very much my own grandpa paradox. So any final wrap-up thoughts on this episode? We'll do um, our segment after this and then do our ranking. Emotional damage. It is emotional damage. Um, bad feelings. Bad I, feelings. Uh, I have bad lost. feelings. Bad <laughs> feelings. Things so bad. You want to scream feelings. What we always sing, but like I had to have my glass of wine because this episode like breaks me so much. This... It is sad, but it is good. It, no, it's, it's good. yeah. It's, it's just emotional damage. Oh, very much so. So good. And filmed very well, which is always a plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, even I like I love that shot of them walking into the Oculus chamber. Yeah, exactly. I think even to you, you mentioned like you can tell parts of it look cheap because there's no money, <laughs> but it's shot so well that yeah. it's okay. I yeah. have to crack up at the Oculus because it is one massive warehouse, and then it's just it's it's the only thing in there, just stuck right in the center. <laughs> I also love how in the, like, where the Oculus is, the whatever the waterfall thingy that is in there, it looks like it's super bright when you're looking at it. But then when they're shot off, like, the people, there's no light, you know, like, in there. (laughs) No, just, like, burst of explosion as you're disintegrated into atoms and stardust. Other (laughs) weird question of, was the Osculus always there because it was a supernova? And when it was, if it was already there, how the hell did the Time Masters find it? Or like, was it there and then the Time Masters like, ooh, it's it's okay. like Vandal Savage with space rock. It is. Okay, speaking of space rock, originally, like I, I think they mentioned this in the show, the space rock that causes all of this is from Thanagar. It's nth metal which I believe is from Thanagar, or at least the Thanagarians use it, because the nth metal is like what the mace and stuff is made out of, at least in comics. But, well, then that makes me more frustrated because we couldn't, it was always there. So I think the Thanagarians are a fixed point. 
It was the fanny. I am so bitter oh, that we didn't get the fanny gift. I, 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 listen, I, I, you have, know, I have ideas. I got theories. I have so much. You know what? I don't think we ever could have gotten the Thanagarians because you know where they're going to probably show up? Black Adam. Listen, I'm, I'm just, I, well, screw DC, uh, screw DC for, um, Sheldon Batgirl, right? As of now. Screw DC Warner, Warner Brother Discovery. (laughs) That's our stance on the pod. It's because we already know that because they're not funding the rest of this, even though we would want Legends to come back, there's no way that they were going to fund that after canceling six million dollar movie how could how could they do this to us i still remember when we all watched the the dc fandom yeah way back like last year we were watching that together yeah oh my gosh hustling black adam because i I need to see aldous as carter sorry this is the year for carter hall good for him i will stand what is this the year of is this this is the year is this the year of the tiger right yeah it's the year of the tiger you know what it's also the year of the the comics died you know what um i just remember realized Man, is this Falk Carter? He is in four episodes that we see his face. Okay, wait, hey, wait, wait. So one, two, nine. Okay, five. Thirteen, fourteen. Um, third. I say third. I say thirteen. We see him, um, but pilot one, pilot park one, pilot, two, two. We see him Leviathan. in we, Leviathan. River of Time. We also see him in the flashback in um, what's it, the Lazarus Pit? Or no, 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 no. Um, um, the oh, you're right. I forgot the flashback. Pad Degaton. And then he's he's in Legendary too. So he's in six episodes. Seven, if you count the one hundredth episode. Seven. That's true. Seven. seven. Thank you. I listen. Um, if you would have liked to, I don't know if you can see if you're still going to see that um, that quarantined one that. Falk did for Hawkman. That is that was excellent. That, that is was the so best. Good. That's the best Hawkman content we've had. We had before the um hundredth episode. Yes, hundredth <laughs> episode. That is the that's one of the best cutter because he's renting for Blockbuster, which makes it even funnier. I, I again, I do wish they gave Falk to do more. During this yeah. whole... The Hawks deserve better, especially Sierra Renee. Sierra Renee so much. I'm super excited to. I'm gonna do a like an Insta live with Falk. Awesome. Maybe next week, or maybe no. He said Wait, the 18th, so that's not next week. That's the week that's after that. Two weeks. That's fine. That's oh awesome. That's so exciting! I can't wait to watch that. Which is oh. really great because when I asked him. <laughs> he answered and he was like yeah of course I would love to like do this but also I want you to know that I'm gonna be very like um honest about like well, no, good. Tia we know there's a lot of shenanigans going on we do we know but I, I'd love to just hear all the stuff going on oh yeah. it's gonna be amazing fill the tea yeah i'm like i don't want to make it because he was also like he he doesn't want to talk too negatively because he knows there's a lot of fans yeah. and whatever i was like yeah we don't have to talk negative but like you don't yeah. have to be like it was the best time of my life <laughs> absolutely 
So I'm excited. We'll see what happens. That is going to be an amazing live. All right. Now for a little segment time. We haven't done one of these in a while, but this is our snartibration of life. In loving memory of Leonard Snart, we are going to do another no. game of... Actually, no. <laughs> we are going to do a round of, is this a true Leonard Snart fact or did I make this up? All right. So I'm just going to state the fact and then each of you... Someone's got to keep track set. of score. Okay, you got scoreboard. I set the scoreboard. You got oh, T-E-K. Better than last time where we didn't keep the scoreboard. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm nervous. sorry. Oh, no, th- no pressure. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you a fact about Leonard Snart. You can tell me if this is true. Or I made this up. Uh, here's just the first one to start out with. A little easy one. Snart's favorite baseball team is the Chicago Cubs. False, because... Does the Chicago Cubs exist in comics? I don't know. I'm gonna go with true with this one. Cause I cause listen, listen, the Cubs deserve the W. Does Leonard Snart watch baseball? That's a good question. Yeah. I'll say false. This is false. Damn it! Uh, it's actually the Houston Astros. Um, I could not find oh, a bro. reason. I couldn't find a reason why. I just what found that, that it's why? in canon. Why is it a hot? Wait, why is he a fan of a hot places baseball? Shouldn't it be like Colorado? It's called irony. <laughs> where did where do we find this out? I found it online, <laughs> but no, I <laughs> found this, it this in is... like no, I I found it in like the comic wikis that are like kind of intense. Cool. Um. So as such as this one, uh, here's one. We're going to bring another snart into the mix. Uh, Lisa Snart, this relates to Leonard, so we need it. Lisa Snart, uh, if, if you don't know, you need to. Lisa Snart is Leonard's little sister who he mentions in the show. And we, we never saw her on Legends, which is a crime. <laughs> we should have gotten Lisa Snart on Legends. In, um, in Earth 98, the 90, uh, Earth 98, Lisa Snart wields a yellow lantern ring and goes by the name Golden Guardian. And if you don't know the yellow power ring, like the yellow lantern ring, it's powered by fear and the ability to cause it. And it will make projections of your worst fears as it gains power. So Leonard's worst fear is his father. Mix is a claustrophobic cell. And uh, Captain Boomerang, who's in this comic issue, is a fluffy white cat named Pickles. True. I say, I say true. I say true. No one might know about Mix Origins. I'm going to say true. Yeah, I want to believe this. This sounds cool. This Lisa sounds cool. Also, Boomerang fits. <laughs> it does fit, but I made it all up. Oh, wait, did he? Ah! So, okay, so in the 25th century. No one gets a point. Yeah, yeah, no gets a point. No one gets a point. But so in the 25th century in one comic run, Lisa, uh, no, there are these group of guardians that are modeled after the rogues. So like there's Commander Cold and he has the original cold gun. There is a golden guardian with a power ring, but it's not Lisa. I'm so mad. I knew a- you said it. You said, you said Earth 98. I know. Oh my God. I'm so mad at myself. I'm so stupid. Like- I researched these guys. Okay, so another one. 
Snart used to escape his abusive father by hanging out in his grandfather's ice cream truck. Because not only was he uh, was it private, but the cold helped soothe his bruises. True. 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 That's true. <laughs> he is like, I'm just kidding. I feel I like I'm that comedy, comic but... panel too. I remember that comic panel. Mm-hmm. That's too cute not to be true so mm-hmm. so score ranks uh tia you have two eden has two and i have one um all right at one point in the comics snart and lisa retire from uh, doing crimes <laughs> and they start up a bounty hunting business it's called Go- golden snowball co- recovery which the name feels weird to me <laughs> I know it makes sense. So you know so what? This is so stupid. I feel like it's true. I, I'm calling BS. This is false. I'll say true. It's true. Are you kidding me? Because it, it just sounds so ridiculous. And she's just snorting. So I feel like that was a tell here. Terrible. What was the name again? Golden Snowball Recovery Company. It sounds so <laughs> stupid that it's true. Oh, that's so good. So we all know, I don't know if this is like commonly known, but uh, Cap- the Captain Cold gun, the freeze gun, it has the ability to reach absolute zero, which we know from the Flash show, uh, which not even Mr. Freeze, like the Batman villain or Killer Frost, none of them can reach absolute zero, even with ice powers. However, the cold gun does have a few other uses. It can, at one point... Snart built a black ice gun made out of black hole matter that he tapped into the anti-speed force with and could physically slow Flash down to walking. Plus, it has the, you know, um, it has the ability to create cold mirages. As you know, if it's incredibly hot, you can see a mirage in the desert. Um, like, just out of that, you can do that with cold, with the gun. You know, this sounds cool, so I want it to be true, so I'm going to just say true. I want to say false. Like, it's probably going to be true, but I'm going to say false. Probably right this time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say false, too. This is true. Oh, the cold Uh, guys do both of Don't follow me! (laughs) I know nothing. You didn't know how... I'm I'm just good at guessing sometimes. I know nothing of these things. I'm doing because right. you have I'm to think I, i'm not always right but like sometimes comics sound like the most ridiculous thing on earth <laughs> no i know that i feel like <laughs> Let's this see. was cool it confused <laughs> yeah. me i know i would i i would do it yeah, i like the idea i'll, I'll put a panel I'll, i found a panel of it i'll post it on our twitter but like he finds out that like when it's hot and it creates a mirage just out of extreme temperature you can create one out of because you know when it's so cold you feel like you're burning same kind of thing all right so in the future state comics snart is actually a hero he's on the good side um but he gets his arms cut off by a cyborg wonder woman who has a spider body and then he dies i know the citizen cold ends up being good i don't know about the wonder woman part (laughs) I say false. Saying false this one. Uh, I'm going to say true because I don't. I'm probably wrong, but. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) This happened. 
<laughs> it sounded like one of the parts of this question would have been false. <laughs> no. There's a no. panel of this. <laughs> All right. This game. In the Blackest Night storyline, I believe it's what it's called. Yeah. So this is when the Black Lanterns are coming back. Why why were I asked questions about this and I didn't one? So Snart finds that um the current Captain Boomerang is the son of the former one, the former one passed. Uh, finds out that he's feeding people to his zombie father in a pit uh, because he thinks this is going to bring him back to life. And so when Snart finds out about this, he throws him into the pit with his zombie father because rogues do not kill women and children. I'm like, hmm. Even though this sounds like the like the what if zombie episode, I'm gonna say it's true. I'm gonna say false this time. I'm probably wrong. I I say false. It's true. Yes. yes! Vindication. It sounds like the what if zombie episode. Oh my god, that sounded so cool. It's, it's, it's the like, rogues don't kill women and children. This. That's what it is. is. Yeah. Why would you write this? I, I don't know. Ah. This, it's, this is probably not the worst thing I've ever done. All right, I've, I've got three more that Aww. we can do. Um, so, Snart and the Wonder Woman villain Cheetah once formed a partnership. Got a little got a little flirty, a little steamy at times. They teamed up to find a piece of Boreas, Boreas, the Greek w- wind god of the north. So cool. Oh, Borealis. No. Yeah. No. Um, uh, find a piece of his tunic that was kept in a museum. And after he was like sewed it into his parka, it like granted him kind of the ability to fly. I However, just... at one point, Cheetah double-crossed him and ripped it out, and he was going to plummet to his death, but then Wonder Woman saved him. I want this to be true, just because I just want Cheetah and, like, I, I want to say true, seven. too, because this, because, uh, yeah, I feel like this one is true. I feel like that's true. It sounds, actually, because, uh, actually, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say true. I'm probably wrong, but I'm gonna say true. Is she the one with the spider body? <laughs> oh, no, Cheetah's no, that, that's that's Arachne. Cheetah's the oh. one that's literally a freaking cheetah. She is a cat, a literal <laughs> cat woman. Okay, never mind then. I say false. This is false. <laughs> God. Ah! I want like, it to be true because it would have been fun to see like Cheetah and like Leonard just making out. I'm just saying. There is a panel. It for me though. There is a comic panel I found of Snart. It's like one comic run where Snart is on the good side, and he and Wonder Woman are fighting, and she's like, "Thanks, Leonard." He goes, "I kind of like it when you say my name." No. You know, fair Leonard, fair. Uh, all right. I can relate. Right, so actually, we talk about Vandal Savage and Snart run into each other a lot on Legends. They do meet in the comics. Um, he has stolen from Vandal Savage before. It is a copy of the book Paradise Lost. And Snart claims that he absolutely hates poetry, 
but he stole it to prove a point that Savage's fortress wasn't as impenetrable as he thinks it is. So Savage hires him on his security team. I feel like this is true because it sounds like a Leonard Snart thing to do. I I want to say false because I don't I want to because Kate wants to win. This is false. (laughs) Yes, it's not true. Kate wants to win. They were trapped on a a death planet together. Because Leonard Snart would never work for Vandal Savage. He wouldn't, but like I feel like he would try to. He would break in the proper point. But he, he he's he's not he's not the kind of guy who's gonna work for Savage for money. I don't know. Didn't he work with like um? I thought Luther, but he I did. Can't. See, that's different. That was, oh, that was more of a, that's different. I kind of knew that was gonna happen. Newsflash: Apparently, Gotham Knights was canceled. Breaking news on the pod. Breaking news on the pod, which which is going to be a week delayed. Be a week delayed. Is, but... Are you kidding me? They canceled Gotham Knights. I knew this it's was so going to happen, though. Oh, it's like listen, the, the justice. This is justice replacing Damian Wayne with a white boy. This is true. Poor anyway. Misha is going to have to look for a job. Yeah. As much as I would like to see Misha Collins as a as a corrupt two face. I'm not gonna lie, that would have been very cool. I can't, I can't, I can't look past the um the Damien, the erasure of Damien Wayne. Same. All right, here's Sorry. our last one. Now you might notice I haven't included much heat wave. Because yeah. there's a lot of Captain Cold and Heat Wave stuff, but I wanted to save this when I eventually do a mix-centered one. That's fair. So here's our last one. Snart and Mick, once they both fell in love with the same newscaster who was reporting on their crimes, and they almost had a, a, a duel to the death over this. True. Tell them BS. This is false. I say true. This is Please true. Be true. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like such a Leonard. <laughs> it was not Iris. But there is a different comic where Snart wants to marry Iris, which is... You know what? Weird. Yes, Leonard. Yes. And I do ship, actually, Iris and Leonard sometimes. So, ah. so now, that's, I believe... Hold on, let me double check. Is that all? Yeah, yes, it is. So, right, the, so final, the final rankings in third place with three points is me. <laughs> In second place, five points is Tia, and taking it in with a whopping sixty percent is Eden. Yay! Congratulations, I'm a good guesser. Congratulations, you got you got a D. I I will take my D and run with it. Yay! (laughs) All right, thank you all for playing. Uh, That was fun, and just makes me snart a little bit more. Um, oh god he's dead still he's in the com he's fine in the comics i mean it's not the same but he's also jewish people remember leonard snart is canonically jewish my friend lisa snart golden glider is in the latest season of harley quinn and is also mentioned Saturday's days being holy so yes Double confirmation. I, I really yeah. thought you were gonna ask the one i really thought you were gonna ask the one where um leonard was at Sorry, Barry as um, when Barry had this like Savitar-esque suit and he was at Leonard's bedside when Len was dying of cancer. 
Is that true? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, my friend. Yeah, my friends listening right now probably listening to their listeners right now. I was like, oh, I told her that. Oh, no, no. Thank you. There's a different new 52 oh, where. Sorry, like there was a massive flash outside my window of like lightning or something. I don't know. The aliens. It is the aliens. Nope, that was that was lightning. That was lightning. Okay. I was like, it's the Thanagarians. So I'm the Congratulations. Your calling. I'm gonna go see the bird people. <laughs> all right. So how do we end up ranking this episode? Do I amongst again, all of I have no absolute I'm gonna do better next time. I swear for season two, and I'm gonna actually write this down because I have it. But this is my number one episode. This is my favorite episode above White Knights, which is also my favorite, but this is my number one. Do you rank like how do you rank the episodes like of this season like so far or like oh yeah of-, of the season which ones are your favorites um we have the bottom ones like um night of the hawks Thursday. yeah but yeah like <laughs> since you're our guest here um you've been doing your rewatch what have been like kind of your favorite episodes of season one i really do like the western one mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. and the one where they go and save their younger selves. Yes, last refuge. It's a, it's a cool idea. And again, like the whole time travel thing, it's just like, you know, when it hurts your brain a little to watch it. I really mm-hmm. like that. And I would say that this is like, I wouldn't say this is my favorite, but I do. there's a lot of really cool things about this episode. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things that to me seem like the finale or like, you know, a lot of like final episode things I think happen in this one. Like I forgot that Snart dies in this and not the finale, mm-hmm. for example. But yeah, it has been fun to watch the season one. Like, um, because I've only seen it once before this, which is crazy. And it has been super fun because one of my friends started watching the show like as we are rewatching it. So she's watching it for the first time. Um, which is so fun to hear someone who doesn't know anything that's going to happen later. And now she's watching it for the first time. And when I like, um, she's been like some of my lives too. And when like she had watched this episode, she was so mad. She was like, are you kidding that they killed him? Like he is coming back, right? Like she had the exact Mm -hmm. like same reaction of like, this is not okay. He was the only reason why I was watching (laughs) dumb show. I was like, it's okay it's gonna get better it's fine (laughs) we were saying kind of at one point I don't remember what episode this is but in order for legends to progress to where it eventually gets to I think Snart had to go not in that I obviously we'd love him and want to keep him forever but I think because of Snart's sacrifice the show itself evolves and the characters evolve in a way that I don't think could they could have with snart still there so obviously we miss snart and every time wentworth miller shows back up either as doom snart or um leo ai len in that crossover episode oh ai len is like definitely up there as one of my favorite Mm lens but it i just think yeah like you said and we were saying about kind of the penultimate episode we kind of forget this until like you see him you're like oh yeah vandal savage is the bad guy 
because so much of the season, if you think about it, we don't fight Randall Savage head on for most of the season. It's a lot of time skirmishes and other yeah. things. Yeah. So, yeah. But I feel like they do that a lot with a lot of their villains where they don't always fight them right away until like towards the end. Then we're like, yeah. Kate, what do you think? With ranking the episode, I would put this at as I honestly, if you told me this would this almost felt like a finale for me in a way. With how with everything, I'm I would put in my top five, even though it it made me really, it made me cry and grieve and all sorts of fun feelings. It was, it was a really good, it was impactful. It, it, it made legends unique. I mean, yes, of course, every season of a, sh- every season of a show that's in the Arrowverse always at least has some character with the exception, uh, kind of exception of Black Lightning, I guess. Someone who's close to the main group of heroes. Mm. No, you did. You had um the friend for Black Lightning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. You had Jackson, his friend. Every, yeah. Um, But, like, it was Tommy for Arrow. It was Eddie for The Flash. It was, I would argue it was Astra for, not, not our Astra, uh, Supergirl Astra for... Supergirl, that was around mid-season. Leonard was our season one sacrifice to mm-hmm. push the show forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's no, it was, it was very hard after this season, and I, I'm like one of those people that, that like, should I continue with the show because I wa- I came in for Leonard and oh, I was yeah, I so was like, I was like, Mick's still there. I'm gonna stay for Mick. And I stayed for Mick, and I'm glad I stayed for Mick because then I wouldn't have met my ultimate favorite character. So <laughs> thanks, Mick. You wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have met us. Yeah, that too. I wouldn't have met Gary, and I wouldn't have met like my friends. It's, it's crazy. All because I was like, I'm gonna stick with because Mick's still here. I think also like in terms of ranking this, I kind of put this. I think the cowboy episode western one is my favorite to just go and watch but i i think uh, this might be the best episode of season one i gotta rewatch the finale so or i can make that distinction i didn't enjoy the finale as much as this one yeah i, I don't it wasn't as ex- i feel like this episode kind of sapped away yeah, some yeah. excitement because all finale. you have seriously all you have is like literally them defeating savage and you don't have as many high stakes as you had in this episode yeah like as we were saying kind of the ones before like doom world has a lot of interesting things that they do with storytelling and the, i always feel like the penultimate episode has a lot to do with characters re- their relationships to each other I more mean, than the yeah. finale look at look at season sevens because you had that and you had like where they're seeing their futures and it did feel like a final episode to me like that actually felt like a series finale if you just left it at that. That was yeah. that was like that was our, that was our spies goodbye. Many really out here. That's that was our spies goodbye. We only have one more episode left in our season one rewatch. We'll start working on next week, and then we'll probably take just a few weeks break um, before we start up with our season two rewatch. But we're going to keep going through all the seasons and once again Tia thank you 
so much for being here. Absolutely. It's Ooh, been and, a and delight you, to have you. Yeah. Too. Are you Sorry. starting a season two rewatch as well? I am. Yeah, I am. We, well, I'll wait till the interview with Falk. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, it doesn't make much sense to start season two and then go back to him. Yeah, no, that. Um, mm-hmm. Which is also good to have a few weeks break, like you just said. Um, so after the one with Falk, then we'll keep going with season two. Probably two episodes at mm-hmm. once again. <laughs> You're more ambitious though. Yeah. Want to come back? We are happy to have you again. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. To have you again. Season one is hard for me because, like I said, I've only watched it once, and there's a lot of stuff about like the comics and stuff that I don't know about. So I'm mm-hmm. still kind of watching season one, like uh huh, uh huh, and I don't remember like anything that happens. So, mm-hmm. so it's a bit harder for me to, you know, even though I just watched the episode, I still feel like I don't remember what happened in it, or you know. So I will definitely come back, like, if you guys will have me. Definitely. Totally. <laughs> so happy, happy. Do you want to plug your um, social media just so people can watch the interview or keep up with you? Oh, yeah. At Tia Reacts. <laughs> On Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everything. It is funny that it's still Tia Reacts because I don't really react that much anymore, but... <laughs> It works. I'm not going to change it, but like, anyways. So, yeah, Instagram lives, we do them. I think that's the like the main thing that we'll do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, interviews with as many people as possible, like from the show, people who are making the show, which is really cool that they want to awesome. talk about it because yes, that is we want to talk about it. Um, again, thank you so much for coming out and talking with us. If you guys are following mm-hmm. the podcast, you can. Uh, we're on Twitter at week at week legends. We're at, on Instagram legends of next week. And again, email us. Yeah, I got my first question. Um, please, if you want, send in some questions. We'll do like a fan Q and A at some point. If you want anything legends related or not, be fun to do it sometime. Yes, we have other interests. We're interested in what we do in the shadows, our flags meet death, and we will talk to you about literally probably anything. Andor has been pushed back a month, but I'd love to talk. But I mean, the Andor trailer got released this week, and I, I am, I'm loving it. We're I thriving. Also, um, also, uh, Sandman just got released as well, so we got a new re Oh, I gotta watch that. A new we Constantine. Got uh, Constantine, so. They actually say Constantine in the show. I saw it, but they say do. Constantine, I'm like, ah! It, it's a lot getting used to her, because I'm used to our John. I, <laughs> so I'm like, it's good. I it's love Jenna. I, I love Jenna Coleman and Doctor Who, so it's gonna be me having a... Ugh. I'm ready for... I need to... I just, ah, I'm nerdy! <laughs> Um, so I think with that we're just gonna wrap up for this week so once again guys thanks for coming and hanging out and thanks again Tia for being on the pod it's been wonderful to talk to you so to sign out I'm your host Mary I'm Eden and I'm Kate and I firmly believe Rip Hunter stole Batman's phone (laughs) and I'm Tia thanks guys thank you and we will see you some other week bye guys Bye. bye